All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. We're going to get things started here in just a moment, everyone. So it's John Gator looking forward to um, coming to you guys live from Wellington. So excited to have the opportunity to chat with you guys about some of the things that we have going on and the things that are upcoming um, for this coming board meeting. So on our agenda for today, we are gonna have an opportunity to um, go over a recap of the Board of Trustees work session that happened last Tuesday. And then we are also going to go through a brief recap of the Board of Trustees agenda for this coming meeting on Tuesday. Um, and from there, we'll go into some community conversation or questions and answers that you guys might have. So I look forward to chatting with you. Um, as I do share every week, um, anything that I do share here on the um, live stream is my own opinion. Um, I don't represent the Board of Trustees. I do not represent the Town of Wellington. Um, the things that I share here are just simply my opinion um, and things that I think are important to get out to you, the voting public of the Town of Wellington. So I look forward to the opportunity to continue to chat with you guys and go over some of the different things that we have coming on and going over. And if you have, do you have any questions, as always, uh, just feel free to throw those into the chat box and I'll be happy to answer those and go over them with you. So with that, we will hop straight into the agendas. So just a reminder for those of you who may not know how to access the agendas, this is for all future and upcoming future and past meetings. You just go to the townofwellington.com website, go to our town and then go to agendas and meeting minutes. And that will take you to a page that's similar to this, or actually similar to the same page. Up here, you'll see current and upcoming events. And if you just go over, you can see the July 28th, 2020 Board of Trustees. You can click here and you can download either the agenda or the packet right there. And then on the bottom, you'll see most recent events. And you can see here the Board of Trustees work session. And you can go there and download the agenda or the packet as well. So just to make sure that you guys are aware of how you can go through and um, access those, those are right there for you guys. So we're going to start with the work session. Um, so we had a, I want to say fairly light um, uh, agenda. We did have a lot to talk about on those items, but we did have a fairly light agenda. So the first item on there was water treatment plant expansion project discussion. And this is where we just had the opportunity to sit down and actually get some feedback from our town staff as to where we're at with both the wastewater treatment plant master plan update as well as our water treatment plant. And the um, good news is it sounds like we've got a really solid engineering firm that's doing a lot of work and we've got a really some very incredibly talented and skilled town staff. Um, from an engineering perspective, as well as an operations perspective that have really been helping to move this forward. So we are in the process of actually getting the details together of what we need to do for an expansion on our wastewater plant so that we don't run into um, some of the same problems that we're seeing with our water treatment plant. So we're trying to stay in front of that one. And so we're moving forward and getting things together for that. And then on the water treatment plant, um, they're continuing to do flow monitoring. They're um, getting to recap on the independent study. And as we're looking at things, uh, basically it's kind of the things that they came back that we can do with the design that they're looking at being able to implement is we're improving the constructability of the new plant, which basically means um, it's gonna be easier to get put together. It'll be build, able to be built in an easier way. Um, the other thing that comes in with that is part of the concern with the old process that was look, we were looking at with the water treatment plant was there was a potential for a lot of downtime 
that would come as a re result of doing it according to the old plan, where we could actually potentially have a lot of treatment plant down and out of service to some extent or another for multiple weeks at a time. And so with this new plan that they're proposing, we can eliminate, it sounds like a majority, if not all of that. So we'd be able to keep things up and running, which is was a highest priority for the entire board from the meeting I was in when that was first told to the board that that was a consideration. That was something that all of us saw as not acceptable to have in a, a situation where we don't have a water treatment plant up and running. So that was really great to hear. Um, it also looks like with the new plant, it will be familiar in the sense of operations. It'll be cheaper to run. It'll be familiar with what the guys have been doing. Um, we will see some increased ability to treat taste and odor, which is fantastic to hear. So I know that's been a big concern. And it should also be less expensive to build than the other plan that we were looking at as well. And then it will also have more flexibility. So we would potentially be able to handle multiple sources of water. So moving forward, as we're continuing to look at growth, we would have a plant that potentially would be able to handle multiple sources if we did get to that point down the road. So there was a lot of really good news on that sense. Um, so basically the next steps at this point are the Board of Trustees um, will be making a decision as to whether we go with the current plans that were in place or we do select this alternate plan that has been proposed. Um, going through design process um, and then looking at in the interim, what can we do to help address some of the capacity concerns that we have right now? That's part of the initial design process. We'll be looking at some areas that we can help mitigate some of these issues that we're having right now of um, low capacity. And addressing that, um, getting approvals, getting thing, everything built for the water treat expansion and getting things set up. So as things stand right now, um, our compliance order from Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment requires us to have the plant completed as of May of 2025. Um, they are expecting a probable expansion date to be spring, to be finished spring of 2024. And with an aggressive schedule and things working out and able to get all the pieces together, they think there is a possibility that we could get the expansion up and running summer of 2023. There's a lot that goes into that. A lot of things do have to happen. Um, I know everyone in the town was definitely <laughs> very happy and looking towards, from my perspective, the going towards that summer of 2023 would be ideal to really be able to get that up and running for people as soon as we possibly can. So that was something that I would like to see us be able to get. Um, and we do want to make sure that we're working towards that um, if that's the route that the board does choose to go. So that's just kind of give you guys an update on that because I know there's been a lot of questions about, you know, when, what's being done on this and are we working on this and why hasn't this been finished yet? And just to give you an idea, some of the things that were explained to the board is there are some of the things that we're looking at, like with the ozone treatment, I believe, and they said some of these things with just to get the thing that you need for to, to build, to put it in the plant, the lead time on some of those things are between one and two years. So that's once everything is built, you've planned everything out, you've got everything approved, you're ready to construct, you order the part, and now you have to wait almost two years to get it. So it's something where it's not, you know, it's not a house where you can just put it up in a couple of months. This is really is quite an involved and um, long <laughs> lead time project for a lot of things. So we are definitely trying to get things moving as quickly as possible. But again, that's something where, as I've said several times, these are really things and discussions that need to be happening four to five or more years ahead of time, which was the initial idea, but then things did not go as planned. So at this point, it looks like we're really on the right track. So we're going to be pushing to get that done. Um, and then 
there's some questions and I'd recommend you guys check out online. I know the town actually did put up a YouTube page where they will be hosting the meetings. Um, I believe that you can actually go and check those out on YouTube now. Um, I will try to have that linked. We are also going to be having a town Q&A page on the website that will, as we have questions coming in during board meetings that the town staff is going back in to answer, the town's actually going to work on having those posted to one specific area on the town website. Um, once we do get that up and running and I have the links and everything for that, I will work to actually get that put out to you guys um, and send that out to you so you can look, look at that and, and view that as well. So with that, um, I think that was all I had. If you have any questions, put them in chat. Um, Facebook Live is being a little interesting right now, so I can't guarantee whether or not I will see the comments. But um, do any questions you have, go ahead and throw those in the chat. Hopefully they will pop up on my end. I'm assuming everything is working properly on Facebook side. But with that, I do want to move on to the next item that we had on the um, agenda was a 2021 budget staffing request. And so what this was fantastic is this was the town staff coming to us to let us know kind of what are we looking at in terms of staffing needs and things that we're looking at for employees for the town uh, moving forward saying these are the areas where we really feel that uh, there may be some need and really the desire from our town staff is to make sure that we're having these discussions early on in the budget process so that the, the town staff the board of trustees as well as the public can have conversation about these things long before we get to the point where final decisions are being made. So they're really just trying to do a great job of laying everything out on the table so that a good decision can be made. So I'm definitely um, glad to see those brought to our attention. I know some of these would definitely be beneficial in um, helping to improve our ability to look kind of towards a long-term solution versus being so caught in the moment, which I think is one of the big things that we really do need. So I'm definitely looking forward to, we obviously have to make sure that we can um, get things to work, that we um, financially, we things make sense, but I think that we're definitely starting down the right path. Um, the next item on the agenda was discussing the economic development services. And this is um, an interim solution for um, continuing to have some progress in economic development um, while we are waiting to bring in a new um, town administrator. So the town did, um, the board of trustees, um, so basically had voted um, or had scored different firms to do the recruitment. And I do believe it is actually coming back to the board this coming um, Tuesday to actually make a decision on which firm or to actually approve a contract for a firm that we're gonna move forward with to do recruitment of a town administrator. And then once we do have a town administrator, then we'll um, be looking at, you know, do we bring someone back on full time to do economic development or what direction do we go with the economic development? But the kind of the consensus of the board was that we do need to make sure that we are making direction we are moving forward with that we're not just losing out on the progress that we did have made from our former um, economic developer so that will be coming before the board i also believe this coming tuesday so you'll see that again um, but there was just discussion on that and then we did have a conversation about the raw water cash in lieu rates and this is something that was brought to the board as looking for a way for us to address this issue. And this has to do really with development right now. I know this question was asked, I think of last week of, you know, are we asking developers to bring water, to pay for water? And there is actually a requirement for developers to bring water when they do want to build something. So they are required to bring a set amount of water. Um, but traditionally in the past, 
there has also been an option for a developer to choose to pay cash in lieu of water. So instead of bringing X amount of water, they could pay X dollars in cash. And then the idea being the town would then take that cash and then go and purchase the water. And that rate has been very outdated and has led to a point where with the expenses and the increase of water has really led to the town actually losing out quite a bit in these situations where we've taken this cash and lube but then turned around and had to buy water for sometimes two to or five times more than what we actually took in. And so that's something that was really a concern and that we're looking at how do we address that and what does that look like. So there was a proposed rate that would pretty substantially bring that number up. And there was a lot of questions still that I think the board still had a lot of questions as to what exactly that's going to look like. What is the right answer? What's the right decision? Because there's impacts regardless of which direction we go we're going to see impacts of us addressing that rate. So the board was very cognizant of we want to make sure that we're making a good decision or we're not rushing into something without proper information. So hopefully we will be getting more detailed information. We'll be getting questions answered because to me that's something we definitely do need to address because we do want to make sure that we're not burdening the existing homeowners and taxpayers um, with as we continue to see development. There obviously needs to be um, adjustments made to handle the increase in infrastructure and we want to make sure that we're we're spreading that appropriately and so that'll be something that will be upcoming um, but I don't know that it, it as of right now it's not on the agenda for this upcoming meeting so if anyone has a question again I'm hoping that chat is working so if you do have a question um, I would be happy to answer it I haven't seen any come in yet but uh, feel free to holler at me if you um, aren't seeing your question pop up or I'm not answering your question. I'm not ignoring it, I just haven't seen any yet. So let me hop on to this coming Tuesday's meeting and walk you guys through that. And so we do have a few different things on the agenda for this coming Tuesday. I do apologize for my voice. My voice has been going in and out on me all week long. Um, so it has been quite delightful. Um, so we do have, um, as always, at the beginning of the meeting, we will have an opportunity for public comment. This meeting will be a Zoom meeting. So again, the link for that should be in the agenda. I know there was a little bit of confusion last week on which Zoom meeting link we were supposed to utilize. So hopefully everything should be sorted out this week that it will all be the correct link. But that link is right here. Um, so there will be an opportunity at the beginning of the meeting so for public comments if there's anything you would like to share with the board that is not on the agenda please do feel free to share that and um, you will have time to speak there at the beginning um, one thing to keep in mind um, I know there's been a little confusion as far as how comments work and then being read please do make sure that whenever you do make a comment make sure to include your name and your address and try to keep that all in like one chat box. So don't try to type your name, your address, and then your comment. If you do need to make additions, just please add your name and address. Um, it really helps for our moderators to be able to sort out um, between conversation or just thoughts people have in chat versus actual comments that they're trying to make sure that the board or the town is aware of. Um, so it'd be very beneficial. Just make sure that you add your name and address when you do make those comments. Um, but this would be anything you don't see on the agenda that you wanted to talk about. Feel free to bring that up in the public comment section. We will then have two presentations. The first will be on the town hall space needs analysis. And this is, we did hire an architecture firm to come in and help us figure out what would it what would we need to have in a town hall? And I know there have been multiple meetings with members of the community 
as well as meetings with the members of the board of trustees and members of the town staff in looking out and what does that look like? What would we need, not just for now, but looking forward as well. And as far as what we need for facilities, where would it go? What would, would location be? Things like that. So that will be a presentation. We'll kind of get an update on where things are at with that. Um, we will also be getting an update on the financial audit for 2019. Um, so this is not being approved. This is being presented to the board. My understanding is that we have some time to actually go through the financial audit, to ask questions, go through, understand it. And then from there, we'll actually be approving that audit, I believe, in next month. Um, so or I will get clarification, but we're not approving in this presentation, but it will be getting approved shortly um, to actually approve the financial um, statements for 2019. Um, we will then also be getting an update from the Wellington Main Streets. And um, oh, Christine says, hi. Okay, their comments are working. Yay, they're showing up. Um, but the Wellington Main Streets program will be giving us a quarterly update. So that'll be from Callie Cooper and just what they're doing and the things that are going on with Wellington Main Streets who does a fantastic job of just working with our downtown businesses and really helping to make sure that things are moving smoothly for the town as well as for our businesses. <clears throat> I apologize for that. Um, on the consent agenda, we will have the minutes from the 2023 Board of Trustees meeting. And so those will be made available and the board will be willing to approve those unless there are any concerns or issues. And then from there, we'll move on to the action items. And so you'll see for action item number one, um, we are going to be having an ordinance modifying the virtual meetings ordinance to allow for quasi-judicial matters. So at the time, back in March, it would have been in March, that the Board of Trustees approved um, doing online meetings, um, there was actually a provision added into that um, resolution that there was no um, quasi-judicial matters had to be discussed in person. There was no exception that would allow that to be discussed in an online forum. So this is, we're coming back now and it looks like there's been enough of um, within courts and different areas that have allowed us to say this is something that we can move forward and begin to do online. So that will be coming before the Board of Trustees to vote on uh, approving that ordinance um, with the adjustments being made for the um, quasi-judicial matters. There are a couple of other things that were adjusted to that I'll be asking some questions about, but those that was the major thing was adding in the ability to do quasi-judicial meetings um, online. And then number two is an ordinance repealing and then reenacting chapter 13 of the Wellington Municipal Code addressing municipal, excuse me, municipal utilities. So there's a variety of things with this. A lot of it is addressing outdated wording or titles and things like that. There are also some fundamental changes to um, the way that things are addressed and discussed within the municipal code. I've only read through it once. It's a fairly lengthy document. Let me scroll to that for you guys. As you can see this, we have a wonderful 240 page um, document to go through this week, which is in incredibly wonderful and uh, takes a little bit of time. Um, this is the virtual meetings. Here we go. So for this, you can see the ordinance here. So there's portions in red that these underlined red were added. And then you'll see areas, this is just to help you guys to read this. The areas in blue like here that you'll see here, there's, um, it's kind of pulled through. Let me make this a little bit bigger so you guys can see that better. 
Um, so you can see the area in blue. So the highlighted blue underline is the new portion. And then the part that's highlighted through is what's being removed. So it's basically replacing that, that section there. So some of that's just old wording. Um, you'll see some areas where it's completely pulled. Um, you'll see areas like this where there's a new section added. And then you'll see that that basically is replacing the section that was here and that portion is being removed. So there's uh, quite a few changes that were that did come through here. Um, areas in there. Um, it's fairly substantial, like this entire section here was repealed. Um, you can see that there at the end. So just give me an idea if, if you want to read through this. <laughs> you definitely can, but there's quite extensive. Um, all right, so, and then there are two versions of this. So that was 16, 18, 19, 20, 21. I don't even remember how many pages this was. I read through it yesterday, but I just knew it was long. I didn't count the pages. Over 30 pages. So that's quite a bit of reading, but there is another version of it that's the corrected new version that we will be adding in. So that's 43 pages. And then this is the clean version of what it would look like with all those changes made. So if you want to read through that, you could definitely do that. Um, and then I did see a question from Heather Marshall asking, uh, who do we contact or how do we go how do we get cracks that go across the street and are growing weeds filled in the neighborhoods? So I'm going to take a stab here, Heather, and say um, who would we address or talk to in regards to cracks that are coming up in the streets? Um, that is something I would highly recommend reaching out to our public works department. Um, depending on, it depends on where you are. You know, there are some different HOAs where there's different, um, the town is responsible for some portions, the HOAs are responsible for different portions. But Heather, um, I would definitely recommend reaching out to the Public Works Department. You can also feel free, I'll type my email into chat, um, to reach out to me as well. And I can pass that message along for you as well. So if anyone does have any questions, feel, and that's not just myself, you can feel free to reach out to any member of the Board of Trustees. We do. Um, we do answer to you, the citizens. So um, generally with things like that, so if it's roads, issues like that, public works is gonna be the department that would handle that. But if you are having challenges or you're not sure, uh, feel free to reach out to myself or one of the other members of the Board of Trustees as well. Uh, hopefully that answers your question, Heather. If it doesn't, let me know. Okay, great. Um, we next item is gonna be a special water council engagement letter. So the town is working on hiring um, engaging a um, water attorney to specifically to work with us through um, issues of water, the prices that we're paying, and making sure that we can address that and seeing how can we improve or make adjustments to what we have going on right now. And so this is going to be an engagement letter from a, a firm that the town staff has found that they feel would be um, a good firm for the town to work with. So the board will have a chance to ask questions, um, talk with them a little bit about our current situation. Um, I know myself, I have some questions I would like to ask and have answered to make sure that this uh, firm will be able to address um, the areas that we are concerned about the most. So, but this is something that is definitely needed and a lot of the concern has been, how can we address these rising water rates and the costs that are driving up the water, the potential um, rate increase that we have coming, the water price that's been driving a lot of that, how can we address that? And this is one of the steps towards addressing that is getting a water attorney on um, contract with us that can help us work through some of these issues. 
So that's definitely something that is a very good thing that we need. Um, then we're gonna be having the contract approval for the executive services agreement. And this is for the firm that will be handling the recruitment of a town administrator. And so the, as I mentioned, um, I believe it was two meetings ago, um, the prior weekend, the board had basically been given proposals from, I believe it was eight different firms. I, I don't remember the top numbers, eight or 10 firms. I don't remember the exact number but we went through all each of their proposals and then we basically ranked them off of several criteria giving them a score of um, i believe it was one to five and then basically we then selected that top scored firm um, based on the scores from all of the different trustees and then um, had some question about whether the trustees would feel comfortable moving forward with that firm and the answer that came out of that was yes so we will be actually seeing that contract will be coming for approval and so if this contract is approved by the board, then this firm would then move forward with helping us to hire a new town administrator. And so that's what number four will be. And then uh, moving on to number five, we will have the contract approval for Ayers Economic Development Services. And this is the item I mentioned again that we discussed during the work session was going over the um, company to step in in the interim because in a lot of these positions, it is difficult to hire until we do have a um, full-time town administrator, not an interim town administrator, um, because people do want to know um, who is the individual that I will be working for in terms of that town administrator. So we do kind of need to have that individual brought on board. And then once we do have that individual, then we can start to work in hiring out some of these other positions as well. So that contract will be coming to the board for approval um, for us to go through. And we did have some discussion about this on Tuesday, but I would recommend again, for those of you that do have questions, all of these items here are open for public comment. So if you read through, you have questions on anything that's on here or concerns, I would definitely recommend either um, join us live to let your comments or concerns be known or send those in ahead of time. Um, either way, um, do make sure that your comments are heard. But you can look through the um, contracts of what they would be proposing to do as well as pricing. All of that information is in here. So this is their agreement, scope of services, all that's included. And then the same for the executive search agreement. This would just be the agreement. If you actually wanted to see the proposals, I believe that would have been under the previous meeting that that would be, but this would just be the contract. Um, so you can see here that there's a not to exceed amount of $24,000 for this firm um, for that recruitment process. So again, if you do have any questions on that, I do recommend you guys um, do come to the board meeting. You have the opportunity to ask those questions and to get them answered. So with that, let me, I think that takes us to the end of our action items. Um, we will have our reports and it looks like the um, report, um, anything from town attorney, town administrator, um, for staff communications, we do have our treasurer's report, which I will highlight just momentarily. And then um, any, any members of the board of trustees will have an opportunity if they have any reports to make as well. Um, one of the things that I really appreciate our town staff doing is really making this financial report has improved greatly uh, just in the few last few months. They've done a fantastic job of uh, putting that together and really bringing this on. And so this kind of gives you an idea of where things are at versus budget and as far as where they stand versus um, last year, our total and then the change. So. 
any questions that you guys have, feel free to read or um, ask those. But um, this is something you guys can look through. If you want to get an idea of where the town finances are at, what do they look at, this is not an incredibly deep dive, but it is incredibly helpful to kind of give you an overview of what things look like. So one of the ones I do want to highlight for you guys, let me find our water fund. That's the streets and that's the general fund. The streets, parks, conservation trust, there we go, water fund. Um, so just to give you guys an idea of the charges for services, you can see here budgeted there. Um, administrative and operating of the, this. So you can see here our total operating revenue is budgeted for 2,097,382. You can see here that our total operating expenses are budgeted right now at 3,134,844. So you can see there that we are looking at an operating loss of $1,037,000. And this um, does not pull into the impact fees, which are a separate thing. Those are some separate areas that do help offset that a little bit. But this number here is really what's driving this concern around the water rates, the potential for that increase is when you look at this number here, that is not a sustainable number. This is not sustainable for us to be losing a million dollars a year. And obviously we're going to be looking at budgeting to see what we can do to address it from that aspect. But a lot of the challenges, we haven't really seen significant changes in the water rates, I think in at least 10 years. So there's a lot that does need to be updated on things like that. So there's so a lot to do. There will be a lot of conversations coming on that. I encourage you as members of the public to please be engaged with those. Um, as soon as those are put out, I will be highlighting those. I know the town is gonna be focusing on getting information out. So I would highly recommend you guys keep up to speed on that. If you have any questions, again, please feel free to let myself or any member of the Board of Trustees know. So with that, I do want to open things up for questions. I'll take any questions you guys have. Um, feel free to throw those in chat before we wrap up here in a couple of minutes. I did want to share a couple of things that just came up this week in conversations. Um, this actually happened slightly before the beginning of this week, but our water, um, the splash pad has been reopened. Um, I know that's something that uh, several citizens, um, including my wife, had brought to my attention saying, hey, can, can we try to figure something out to make this work? Is there any way that we can make this happen? And I did let town staff know that that was a concern. And that was a thought process that a lot of citizens, especially with now water restrictions where you can't run sprinklers in your yard. So you know, I can't just turn on the sprinkler, let my kids run in our sprinkler. Um, they're looking for some solution for that. And there was a lot of back and forth with the county and getting things worked out. What can we do? What can't we do? Um, you know, what are we allowed to do because of COVID? What, and then with public works, what can we afford to do in terms of the water capacity? And so thankfully we were able to get everything set up that at least for the time being, we were able to reopen that. Um, so I, I know my kids have already gone out and played in it. They've enjoyed it. Um, we are glad to be able to have it open. I do always want to remind people it is open for the time being. Um, when we start getting to the point, if we do run into concerns about capacity where we're running up against the very edge on that, that is very likely one of the things that will have to be turned off. And depending on how things progress with COVID, there's been a lot of concerns with the county that could also become something that does require to be turned off. So just keep in mind, it's not a guarantee that we can keep it on, but we are trying to see what we can do to keep it on. And so I just want to encourage all of you, as you do have concerns or thoughts, please bring them to our attention. I know there was a lot of concerns around the bulk water dispenser. Those were bought, brought to myself and several other members of the board of trustees and the entire board, along with the town staff, really worked hard to see what solutions could we have 
and then we were able to bring that to a meeting. We heard a lot of great feedback from members of the community that do rely heavily on that bulk water dispenser, and we were able to, at least for the time being, to have that reopened in a um, somewhat limited fashion, but we were able to get it reopened um, to be able to start serving some of those members of the community. So I do really want to encourage each and every one of you, as you do have concerns, please do bring them up to your elected officials, bring them up to your town staff, um, I know we've got a lot of things going on, but I know you've got a lot of great people. Um, I'm very proud to be working with every single member of the Board of Trustees. I'm very proud to be working with all the members of our town staff. Um, we really do have a great team in spite of the challenges that we're facing here in 2020. I think we really do have a team and we have a community. I mean, we've seen so many things going on in the community that have just been, it has warmed my heart to see the community coming together in so many ways. So I really appreciate each and every one of you. Um, Christy Cannon, thank you for your comments. I, I'm glad that you guys appreciate the updates. I know I just want to try and make this as easy and as accessible as I can. So I appreciate you being here. And Heather, you're very welcome. I'm glad to hear that it helps. That's really my goal. I um, I was watching some things um, earlier this week from my father um, early on in his time as a county commissioner. And that was really one of the things that I took away from watching him and his role was really the way that he tried to engage with the members of the community and the value that they saw in that. And so that's something that I really want to bring to Wellington is that same level of engagement. So thank you guys all for coming. Um, with that, I'm gonna go ahead and wrap things up here. Um, I look forward to talking with you guys next week. And furthermore, I do hope you guys can join us on Tuesday for the board meeting. Um, we'd definitely love to hear you guys' feedback and thoughts on any of the issues that we have up and coming. So with that, everyone, you have a great rest of your weekend and I will talk to you guys later.